and welcome to episode two of the No Business Talking About Games podcast, take two. <laughs> yep, we started this once already, uh, but <laughs> Failed him. Oh, we're back again for another go at it. I'm the Wonder Waffle here with my co-host, Sham Master K. Hello, everybody. And, uh, you know, we got we got episode one up there. We got everything set up, got it into iTunes, got it approved, got the feed working. And uh, as far as I know, uh, maybe two people have listened to it. And uh, if you if you are a subscriber... Thanks much. Uh, with our hosting software, there's no way for us to know whether you are or not because we aren't paying for the free version. <laughs> but I would love it if enough people subscribed that we had to make the decision to actually invest in this thing. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't seem like like that, like that many have yet, but that was to be expected, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it was only episode one. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> All right. And uh, once again, just off the bat, off the top of the show, do want to remind you that... Uh, Feel free to email us anything, including hate mail. Yes. Uh, email address is nobusinesspodcast at gmail.com. If you say we're terrible and we should die, just still let us know. Yep. Uh, <laughs> if you want to tell us exactly how little business we have talking about <laughs> games, uh, feel free to tell us that too. All right. Uh, I got an action-packed show for you this episode, and uh, we're going to start off with, of course, the traditional video game podcast staple. What games have you been gaming? And uh, I think uh, this time, this episode, let's start off with Chant Master K. What you been gaming, Chant? Well, uh, I haven't really been doing much, but when I have been playing, it was Modern Warfare 3, and I've been no-lifing RuneScape. I know that is one of your favorite <laughs> Wait, no, games. So. No-life? What is no-lifing RuneScape? I've been playing that quite a bit. I Like, it, seriously. <laughs> I've been playing it since 2002, okay? <laughs> On and off, so I, I don't know. I just get back into it every now and then. So, uh, Like, uh, okay, so I remember in, in middle school playing RuneScape. Yes. Uh, and there, there was kind of like groups of people, and and apparently, like, is there a guild structure in that game? Or, or yeah, what? well, you you should see it now. It's like the, the graphics, I know the are, graphics like, are way better. Yeah, it's like almost WoW quality for a free game. And uh, yeah, they, well, they, WoW is free up to level twenty five now, I think, right? Yeah, but this still is free, not fun. This is free up to one twenty six. So, is there a pay tier in RuneScape? Uh, well, you can pay for membership, which is five dollars a month. And what does that get you? Like a whole another world, like. 150 more quests and and you pay for that don't you yes i do <laughs> you are you've got to be kidding me it's five dollars a month that's like you're like one change. of four people who <laughs> it's, you pay it's a for great RuneScape? game have you try playing it once it's like playing wow but okay. a dumbed down version it's all right it's amazing. I, in the next week uh as part of my research for this show and just uh in general video gaming goodness i my intention was and we'll get to this a little bit later talking about the games i've been gaming um, but my intention was to try out some more Battlefield 3, but I guess I'm going to have to add to that list playing RuneScape. Yes, please play it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's great. I mean, you'll, you'll like it, I guess. <laughs> if you like MMO, MMOs, it's I don't. Perfect. I hate oh, well, them. Well, then you're not going to like it then, but it's great. Dude, man. I tried to play, I tried to play World of Warcraft, and I think I, I played one night with, uh, with, uh, one, one of our friends, and, uh, I, I mean, even with someone who's explaining it all to me and, like, having a lot of fun with it, Still, just totally. No, that's not, why you don't like Skyrim. It's amazing, but you I, don't honest, like. To be perfectly honest, I have not RPG. played a second of Skyrim. All right, well, I, I uh, and I didn't play any Fallout this week. But ah. RuneScape nowadays is like amazing because everything that like you know like quest guides that other websites have done and uh, you know just helpful tips like they and clans they put all of that into the game now so you can. It's more structured where you can have a clan and you can separate like clan chats, friends chats, and you know. Just the number of quests they have now, it's just crazy. So, Countless you, hours. Okay, so 126 levels, 
Well, free to play. If you if you get members, you can get up to one thirty eight now because there's a summoning skill that boosts your combat level. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so lots of stuff for for the paid members as well. Apparently, yes, a lot of stuff. I a gotta, lot more skills. I got to ask you, Shant, why do you think that the the uh, the contemporary video games press is not covering this? I mean, <laughs> it seems like just such a great value. Uh, why is everybody talking about this? Uh, the old republic. And, and junk like that when there's this great RuneScape game. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, I, never, I don't hear much of the Old Republic and, except for it's just a, a shit version of, uh, of, of World, of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. It's just the same thing, just Star Wars, which I don't mind because I love Star Wars and I love World of Warcraft, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... it's uh, the reviews okay, are I bad, wish, too. I, yeah, that's... Uh, I wish that I had any interest in World of Warcraft. I know that lots of people do, and mm-hmm. I, I guess I, I don't understand it. But um, what what everyone was saying is it was going to be this great story-based MMORPG that, that was a lot unlike World of Warcraft. Um, it had all this content. It was like, oh, I'm actually living like a real character now. And, and uh. <laughs> all reports seem to indicate the contrary. I, we I, we yeah. might have to try to get a guest to come on here and, yeah. and give us a little bit of I, a perspective. From that. what I've played of it, of the beta, and I've played a, a few hours on my friend's account, it's just, you know, the same, it's just the same thing, really. You know, just not everything like, looks not like, like RuneScape. <laughs> No, <laughs> quit bashing RuneScape. It's a great game. All right, I'll have to. I I played it uh, for a little bit back when, in middle school, back <laughs> back many years ago, and yeah. maybe I'll it's still it. going strong though. Like All it's right. better than ever right now. So it's in its prime right now. Yeah, so. <laughs> All right, and and you played some Modern Warfare three. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that in our Call of Duty topic of the week segment yeah. coming up yeah, a, a big little bit se- later. Segment on that. Yeah, what uh, we like, what we don't like, what's new, you know, whatever. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> That's it. first. First episode, trying that that specific segment out as uh, conversations seem to go toward Call of Duty last episode. So uh, we're going to try that out this week. Uh, moving on to what I've been gaming. I played a, a substantial amount more Crackdown 2, which I don't really know why I did that. I think it was because <laughs> the game has so little story that I just could put on other podcasts and just kind of <laughs> listen to those while I was playing. And, you know, to be honest, it, it got a little bit more fun as I got into it again and, and remembering how things were going. But it actually has less story in it than the original Crackdown. Like, instead of having all these bosses that have very shallow, kind of meaningless stories behind them, but they're all different characters, it's like everything is just, just a location with a bunch of mindless uh, characters. Mm-hmm. How, how old is that game? Uh, I think it's two years old now. Two years, yeah. Um, I mean, <clears throat> it's totally not relevant, but it's one of the <laughs> Well, no, I just want to... <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, I guess we're both playing kind of old stuff right now. Nah, RuneScape is new. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to belabor the point with uh, <laughs> with Crackdown Two. It's uh, you know, <laughs> wow, that's that sounds really good. <laughs> oh, can you hear it? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, Shane's cracking his knuckles a lot. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to belabor the point and talk about that more than more than I already have. Uh, the other thing that I played this week was uh, some Gears of War Three. Um, I'd finished the campaign before I played a little bit of uh, beast mode, which was interesting, but not great. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to play horde mode yet, which, uh, I had, I had always assumed was just going to be very similar to gears two, but I've mm-hmm. heard that is, um, it, it has a lot of kind of base defense, kind of tower defense stuff. Yeah, in it. I, I enjoy that gameplay. Do you, you have that game? No, I, I don't have uh, it, but I played it. Yeah. yeah we, I, I'd like to get some people together <laughs> and try to play some horde. Or, or if I have to do matchmaking, I can do that too. But um, I see you have Homefront here. Have you? How, how, have you gotten? Into I have that? not finished talking about Gears of War three. Oh, yet, sorry. But I, I'll yeah, I'll mention that in a second. All right. Um, but uh, so I played some some multiplayer. Uh, I played 
Team Deathmatch. I played some King of the Hill. Um, and, you know, Team Deathmatch, I just do not really think is the way to play Gears of War. Um, mm. I think, you know, they have ex- they started with execution mode in Gears 1 and then the objective-based uh, game types. But I'll tell you, though, this game, I've always had problems with Gears of War, um, especially Gears of War 2. I thought it was just a terribly designed <laughs> multiplayer experience for the time when it came out. Um, you know, it, it came out after Call of Duty 4. Uh, it, it came out, you know, even... Uh, even the fact that it's after Halo 3, it was just kind of terrible mm-hmm. in terms of its uh, multiplayer uh, suite. And it, and it got decent by the time the, by the time they patched it five times. And I think there's like 105 megabytes of patches on that game, though. <laughs> they put in a lot of stuff. But this Gears of War game is just, I think it's, it's the Gears of War multiplayer experience that everyone wanted from the first game. Mm-hmm. It's the definitive Gears of War multiplayer experience. And that's that's a great thing. The problem is... That Gears of War is such a, uh, the, it's so difficult to kind of break the surface on it. You have to play for so long to get good enough to hang with, <laughs> with the, the people who are really good at it. Oh my um, God. That it's kind of limiting at this point. You know, now that there's actually a really good Gears of War multiplayer game, I don't think that that many people are playing, that many new players are going to go to it because it's, I mean, it's still got the kind of fundamental issues of Gears of War that everyone has a shotgun. Um, you know, and that's stuff that's just inherent to Gears of War, but it makes it kind of difficult to try to get into the game. Um, so, you know, I, I might try to, might try to play a little bit more of it. Um, but I mean, I I definitely think it's, it's certainly way better than, than previous offerings, but it still kind of has some of the issues with being difficult to kind of get into as, as other Gears of War games have. Um, I'm not playing Homefront at the moment. I, I played a bit of it. Um, it's, it's not anything really special. The story is kind of interesting. Um, it's it's a good. I think it's a decent implementation of Unreal Engine in first person. Um, I'd say it's probably better than Medal of Honor was. Uh, I've I've always kind of just had uh, Unreal Engine as a third person engine. Um, although I th- Unreal Tournament is first person, but it just looks weird to me too. Yeah. Um, so it, it it's a realistic. Uh, kind of aesthetic, and I think it it pulls it off pretty well. I'll I'll probably be popping that in at some point in the near future, so I'll talk about that more in depth on another episode. Um, but yeah, I guess that uh, basically concludes what we've been playing. Um, kind of interesting thing to to lead us into our next segment. Uh, we'll we'll take a break and come back with that. Um, but uh, I was I was playing Gears of War, and this is the first Gears where they've put the number of players in a playlist in it. Um, you know, it'll say, okay, this many players in this playlist, this many players mm-hmm. in the playing the game or whatever. Uh, and, and it had about 10,000 players playing Gears of War. Uh, went over to, to Modern Warfare 3, and uh, there were 381,000 players in the multiplayer <laughs> playlist. So so a definite distinction uh, between those two games, and, you know, in, in my opinion, I think rightly so. Uh, yeah. So we're going to take a quick break, come back with our Call of Duty topic, and, uh, yep, we'll be back in a little bit on the No Business Podcast.
Welcome back to the No Business Talking About Games podcast, episode two. Uh, this episode, we've got a new segment, our Call of Duty segment of the week. And uh, this week, we're going to talk pretty generally about Modern Warfare 3. What's good about it? What's bad about it? Uh, what issues do we have? How is it different from, from previous Call of Duty games? And how does it stack up? Uh, I know, Shantmaster KA, that you uh, don't necessarily think very highly of, of Modern Warfare 3, or at least you don't think it's much better than Modern Warfare 2. Uh, I, su- I substantially disagree with that. I think that from a gameplay perspective, MW3 is vastly superior to Modern Warfare 2, which I think is the is one of the worst games in the Call of Duty franchise. Rebuttal. Well, uh, I'm going to disagree <laughs> and say this is probably one of the worst of the Call of Duty. Not that I don't like it, it's just not as good as Modern Warfare 2, I think. It's, uh, you know... I mean, I like the graphics. They, they, you know, of course, they're uh, a lot better. But uh, you know, like like Modern Warfare Two, you're gonna see your glitches and stuff, and your, uh, you know, the spawns are just awful uh, in this. That game. I will admit. Yeah, the spawns are bad, and like the maps are just like kind of a just a cluster. Like, there's no map that I really like. Maybe like Hard Hat, but you know, I, I I was playing this afternoon and. The thing I realized is I like almost every map in this game. Oh, no. I didn't originally. I thought that I thought I agreed with you that the spawns were not good, but um, it's not. The maps are not that small. They're all pretty big. They seem small because they spawn everybody really close together. They're not that small, but like there's just it's so close quarters though. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like there's so much I, I, crap in the map. There. Uh, yeah, there is, uh, in some cases, in some areas of some maps, there is a lot of crap. Yes. I will give you that. But I think that's that's kind of been par for the course in a lot of Call of Duty games, yeah. especially the Infinity Ward ones. I think Modern Warfare 2 had a lot more crap on the map than, than Black Ops did. Yeah. Well, and, and on a personal note, too, me like, me like uh, I like to snipe, you know, there's not that many... S- Good sniping maps. Well, like, I, I'm really happy about that. <laughs> that's, that's been a problem with the last couple of Call of Duty. I wish yeah, they would um, just throw some like sniper-friendly maps. In I there. mean, I think a lot of people can agree that Cliffside was like one of the best Call of Duty maps yeah, from World Cliffside of War. Was a good map because yeah. you could snipe, you could run and gun, you could use assault rifles, SMGs, well, on, trench gun. On I mean, uh, Modern Warfare 2 Wasteland, that was a great sniping map. I did him. not like that map at all. <laughs> you know, because it was from Call of Duty, you know, one and two. That's why oh, I liked it too. Dude. Man, Modern Warfare <laughs> Two. I'm sorry. Uh, or, or Call of Duty Two. Yeah. Yeah. No, Modern Warfare Two was just. Oh, I was do great. not. I that game was just so busted. <laughs> um, Originally, yes, like with the javelin and gl- glitch and. I'm the, not talking about glitches. I'm talking from a basic gameplay design oh, perspective. No, I liked like it. It's good. the the they seem to have no understanding of the way that care packages the way that all the new killstreak rewards would impact the game they just kind of said oh that would be cool and then threw it in there and then you've got games where someone gets pretty good and they get seven kills and then the game is over and well ain't that kind of what it can be like now no not really with because the, with the if you get a, if you get like a kill streak and but, it, since it adds to your uh adds to like another kill streak you know yeah but d- does it yeah, it adds in, and and it restarts assault? after your top one. So like say your top uh kill streak was a helicopter, it'll go back down to like UAV if you get three more kills. Huh. Yeah, I I, I can I <clears throat> guess I see what you're saying. I just I, I have not experienced anything like no. that. I did hear that there was a glitch um in this game where people there's a some sort of briefcase glitch where you can just kind of call in like unlimited 
uh, stealth bombers or anything that uses oh, a briefcase. Yeah, I, I think I've seen that once. Um, that that does suck. Um, yeah. But uh, apparently that's a glitch. Yeah. Uh, so that's not really like a gameplay issue. Whereas uh, toward the end of when I was playing Marvel for two, it was these terrible, like incredibly short, uh, frustrating experiences just over and over and over. Um, you know, it's one thing. It's frustrating for me to be killed a lot of times by someone who's like sniping or, or using any kind of weapon. But on some level, I can kind of understand that. Like it's a skill thing. They're better yeah. than me. But when it's just these kill streak awards are stacking up and just getting more and more and more it's really a frustrating loss uh, yeah, when that happens i agree um but yeah i guess i guess i don't like i don't hate call, uh, mw3 like I, I do like it but you know i think it's just the maps that just turn me off of it it's just i don't know have you played any of the new ones yet i know no. i'm not buying it <laughs> i'm not i yeah. i'm pretty happy with the maps um actually they're not for sale for non-elite members yet are they Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, I've just seen the release of them. I didn't know. Yeah, they came out on the 24th, I believe, for elite members. I don't think they're for sale for non-elite. Um, it's I think it's two maps. I don't know if they're gonna wait for them and build it into like a five map pack for 15 bucks, mm-hmm. or if it's gonna be, you know, five bucks and get two maps. Or, yeah. and you know, I might actually consider if they were to sell them in two map packs for five dollars. At that point, it would be six maps for 15 bucks. Which is only one more than what they had been selling it, and I think I would buy those. Yeah, that would be bad. Um, I would at least buy one, just to try it out. I think. Yeah. Um, the uh, the other thing that I'd, I'd noticed is uh, there seems to be kind of a, an understanding. I've been watching some videos, uh, some COD community type videos, and people actually do seem to understand that uh, Treyarch supports their games way better than Infinity Ward does. Oh yeah, I, um, I see that. I think Infinity Ward has. Uh, you know, the game, I think, is less buggy than Modern Warfare 2 was, um, but it's still just not the level of polish of a Treyarch Call of Duty game. Well, I think MW2 is the most buggy out of all of oh, them. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see what, what next year, I'm assuming that Treyarch will be releasing a Call of Duty game next year. It yeah, seems I, I think, uh, I, think they, uh, I don't know if it's been announced officially yet, but yeah. uh, there's no doubt that that uh, that they will be. Are, are they going that Modern Warfare route? I thought I heard something like that, but maybe. I would I would put money on it being Black Ops too. You think, I think so? I think so. Hmm. And that could that could be in a modern setting. Uh, I don't think that Black Ops is really Vietnam necessarily. It's just kind of secret government stuff. Yeah. Um. It's very close to to Modern Warfare. It's like Modern Warfare in a different time period. Yeah. Basically, I really do enjoy Treyarch's games. It's uh you know it's a it's a different uh, era every game so far and. You know, it's just a different... Um, yeah. You know, weirdly, I kind of liked the Infinity Ward single player, but the Treyarch multiplayer, which is interesting, I think. Yeah, I, I, I like them both. Yeah, I think Infinity Ward really topped the uh, the campaign part of it, but I think uh, multiplayer-wise, I think Treyarch's and, got that. And now. we discussed this on last episode, but I do not think this is the best Call of Duty campaign. I actually... No. I think that maybe Modern Warfare 2 is the best Call of Duty campaign. Yeah, that um, yeah, that was more Two or, or COD 4. Or COD 4, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's decent. It's not amazing. Uh, it's certainly way better than Battlefield 3, but uh, hopefully we'll talk about that on the next episode. Yeah. Um, so what else do you like about it that... Uh, you know, I like... And, and we've talked about this a little bit before, but I, I really like the 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 fact that there's multiple ways of earning the kind of point streaks mm-hmm. which I wasn't very excited about when they announced it and it's not like an amazing feature I don't think it's really a back of box feature but it really does affect the way that the game plays 
Um, and it's, I think it's definitely for the positive. I like the, the kill confirmed mode yeah. uh, and team defender and team defender. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it is disappointing that they've kind of basically just lifted the entire interface and everything, you know, like, like we were mentioning off air, I think the, the emblems and the, the, what is yeah. it? The, what is the other? The thing? titles and the emblems. The titles and They're emblems all the are all basically just lifted straight out of, of I Marvel. Know, I mean, 2. come on, be a little more creative. Like, like that's something that they could have had a lot of fun with. With making your own. I mean, that was awesome. I, see, I didn't like. I didn't really part, uh, like the making oh, your own. I, I don't. That. I don't have an. I don't have an issue with the way that Modern Warfare has done it. Yeah, I don't. It's either, just if but they were new yeah, or they yeah, done yeah, anything exactly. to it. Uh, like even if they were the same, but they changed the graphics. But it's all just the same stuff. Yeah. Um. Just some like very few new. New emblems. Yeah, yeah and I—I I mean, I—I kind of like that. There's, I'm—I'm I'm really enjoying the kind of year by year difference between them. Mm-hmm. Like that, Marvel for years, you get emblems and and icons, and then theoretically in in whatever Black Ops years, you get the make your own, you get the mm-hmm. Call of Duty points. Um, it gives both games like a really distinctive feel that I don't think has really existed in Treyarch and uh, between Treyarch and, and Infinity War games. I think it kind of shows the the level of, of separation that Treyarch is having from Infinity Ward. And I think that this year's Call of Duty game is like is a very exciting exciting thing for the series. I think that uh, it could be really innovative and really cool. Um, but, you know, I've kind of thought that every year. Mm-hmm. Probably not really this year. This I, And I don't think a lot of people were very excited for this game, but it's still so... No. Like, well, everyone complains about, oh, they hate having a Call of Duty game come out every year, but, I mean... I, I love I, it. I, I lo- yeah, I love it, too. I why do you want to... absolutely no problem with it. Why do you want to play the same Call of Duty game It's just a $60 for, expansion. Yeah. Why kind do you wanna, of. Yeah, but it has a, a single-player game. It's a brand new... Same like, Call of Duty every... Like a full... Like I would... If they could, like, at least come up with, with... And it wouldn't even have to be innovative. Like, but it can be. They can do whatever they want. You know, people will buy it. <laughs> and I, that's the, I mean, so many people complain about, oh, they haven't, you know, they haven't changed the game that much and stuff. They can use this engine and I would probably buy this game for 10 more years. Yeah. Um, just because it's, it's different enough and they can keep making it different enough. They can go back and do another World War II version. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Honestly. I, yeah. I love the World I War II. I think games. people would freak out about it. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> a lot of people would be, you know, ticked off. It's been it. a few years. Um they could, you know, they could go back and and remake Call of Duty 4 if they want. I mean, there's so many options. Uh they could, you know, pull out a lot of the kill streaks and make it more simple again. I I doubt that they would do that, but mm-hmm. um no, no, I, I have think. absolutely no problem with them making this game every year mm-hmm. uh, because it has also continued to have a high level of quality. Agreed. Um, because even the bugs that are in the game, I mean, Gears of War 2 was just trash compared to, to even the most buggy Call of Duty game. Well, I, n- I, never, I never played Gears <laughs> yeah. for the multiplayer anyway. I, just, I, li- I like the campaign, but... Yeah, uh, but I mean... The they have a higher standard in terms of what is buggy because mm-hmm. there's so many more people playing it. Right. I mean, what is they keep track of the stats in Black Ops? Is it like, oh, like 500 billion kills or something? Oh like yeah, like little it's, things like how many how many cars? Yeah, exploded and it's just and, ridiculous now. Yeah. Um, a year, well, I see, guess a year see, like those little four, things. Five months like I love release. like just those little things that they put in, like Treyarch puts into the game. I, you know, I enjoy. That's they, why I like them. Yeah, and and I think in in games up until Modern Warfare Three, Infinity Ward had been making the kind of big jumps. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there's really only kind of three games there, right? Yeah. So uh, World at War was basically just COD Four with a World yeah, War Two skin. Yeah. I mean, it was the same game. It had three kill streaks. The interface was basically the same. 
Um, I did like that they put the custom classes at the top, which Infinity Ward is always put at the bottom and mm-hmm. does not make any sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> um, but outside of that, it was, you know, the interface was basically the same. Right. Uh, then, then Modern Warfare 2 comes out and it's totally new. Everything's completely different about it. Um, and I was, I was, to be honest, expecting the same type of thing, basically just Modern Warfare 2 reskinned for the Treyarch game the next year. But, uh, Black Ops was, was very different. It has a very distinctive interface. And then what we see Infinity Ward coming back to the exact same thing that they had. Yeah. Um, and, and really kind of stagnating in terms of their, their visual design and, and kind of their overall design of the game. And I think it's, it's, provides a really interesting setting for a great Treyarch game this coming year. Yeah. Another good thing that the MW3 brought in was the uh, Spec Ops. I think, you know, if you're getting sick of the multiplayer, you can always go to the Spec Ops and play, you know, with your friends on uh, Mission or Survival Mode. So have you played any of that? That's really fun. Yeah, it's all right. I I don't know. I'm not a huge fan, but it's certainly a value add to the game. I think it's, it's a good thing. I wish they would make... Like put everything into a COD game, like just throw in zombies too. You know, uh, I, just put it all into one game. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I I, I like having kind of a different co-op in in the games. Yeah. I think that but I think that gives it. I more think that makes Treyarch more. I mean, you know, by itself with the zombies thing, maybe that's why they just want to. Um, absolutely, I think so. All right, well, uh, that's our basic discussion of Modern Warfare Three for this episode. Uh, we'll probably bring this back on a on an episode. Emma, excuse me, on an episodic basis. Um, but we'll see what kind of topic we can come up with for next time. Uh, we're going to take a, a quick little break and uh, come back and talk about some, well, like I've said before, our, our version of an approximation of news. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll be right back here on the No Business Podcast. And we're back here on the No Business Podcast. No business talking about games. That's what we have. Little business, if any. And uh, we're going to do our pseudo news for this episode. we got a few stories pulled up here, and we're going to look at them and talk about them. Uh, first up, EA picks the New York Giants as the Super Bowl. I don't even know. <laughs> I guess that's uh, 3046. Is that what the Super Bowl number is this year? Uh, sure. Yep. Uh, XLVI 46. Because, wait, yeah, because L is 50 minus 10. Yeah. Sure. All right. <laughs> yep. Oh, it says it right down here. <laughs> yes, Super Bowl All right, 46. So this, is, uh, this is from Joystick. Um, you know they do the Madden Super Bowl every year, and uh, Giants um, won by three points, apparently. And I'm going to disagree with that and say Patriots finally will beat them in the Super Bowl. You think so? Yes, I Well, so. I mean... Uh, the, is... the Giants beat my Packers, so I have to... You know, root against them. So no, I, I think Giants take it again, but uh, we'll see. Uh, but according to according to Madden, the Giants do take it. Did uh, they Did they get right last year with the Packers? I honestly couldn't tell you. I can't remember. I, it means so little. I don't even know. <laughs> well, I know, right. but <laughs> I just, just yeah. want to know if they got it right last yeah. year. But. All right. Uh, moving on to a story from Kotaku about uh, how Miyamoto from Nintendo is uh, constantly uh, talking about retiring. 
Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there's this interview, and I think this is pretty interesting. Um, it says, uh, Mr. Miyamoto's intention in making these remarks is to change developers' mindset uh, because they will continue to believe that this is Mr. Miyamoto's responsibility, not ours, unless he encourages them to envision the workplace without him. It, so if if he retires, is that the end of Mario? Then is that what he's saying? Because if 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 Mario goes, then the Wii goes. No, the what, Wii no. Sucks. What he's saying is that he's not going to retire. He's saying that he's he acts like he's going to retire so that his employees will work harder. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. If Mario goes, the Wii goes. Uh, okay. <laughs> I guess that's a valid point, but <laughs> it's kind of true. irrelevant. The, the Wii yeah. Is this off. is really pseudo news. This episode. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, also from Kotaku, Microsoft exec says no new Xbox in 2012. Well, uh, duh. <laughs> no, one, no one expected. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, because what you know, what are they going to do? I, and I, you know I what? Think... This would freak everybody out. I think it would be an interesting thing if they were to announce a new Xbox at E3 this year and release it this holiday. Well, it's th- not th- going to happen. Th- well, that's what they that's what uh, they said is that they're going to release a new Xbox and uh, they're going to release a new. PlayStation at this E3, this next E3, but they, they don't know. See, I think they're going to announce, and like I said last episode, I think they're going to actually launch in early 2013 so that they're ready to go, supply chain's working, everything's great for holiday 2013. Would you get it right away? It depended on the price. Yeah, uh, I'm really so. happy with the Xbox. Um, there'll be a new COD out for Xbox 360. If, yeah, if they threw if they threw like a, some sweet games right away, yeah, maybe, because like Xbox, they had Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Like yeah, pretty, pretty close. I'm like, oh damn, I gotta get that. So, I, yeah, I, I mean, it's, I don't know, it, and I, I, we haven't heard anything about any, any, any games coming out for it. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like I said before, I'm so excited for the speculation. I'm so excited for a new console generation. I, I know um, you're excited for the Connect too. I'm not, <laughs> not even gonna dignify that one. Because I know you're such a big fan of the first connector. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> All right, and uh, lastly, uh. Also from Kotaku, completely pseudo news. Apparently, there's a trailer here for the Tomb Raider porno, I am which in. I cannot believe was already made. <laughs> uh, it seems like so it. ripe for uh, for a pornographic uh, film. Lara Croft, baby. Um, got a script here, and it's just kind of ridiculous. <laughs> um, not not well thought out, but. Um, the production value is surprisingly good. The costume looks relatively realistic. Um, so, yeah, I'll check that it. out on Kotaku if you're interested in the trailer for the Tomb Raider porno. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, gu- I guess that does it for <laughs> pseudo news this week. More pseudo news than probably will be in the future. Uh, not more in terms of quantity, but more pseudo yes. <laughs> than it will be. Uh, <laughs> be news is kind of lame this uh, at this time yeah, of the year. Really new. Not really much going on. Uh, but that gives us an opportunity to jump into a uh, special feature for this episode. Uh, Shantmaster K has been doing a little bit of uh, digging, I guess. I guess I yeah. call it digging. Yeah. Uh, on uh, Halo 4, um, our group of friends used to be big Halo fanatics. Played a lot of Halo 2, a lot of Halo 3, and uh, not so much Halo Reach. Yeah. Um, but what's what's the deal with Halo 4, Shantmaster K? Well, i got a question for you after here, but... Uh I've been I've been trying to look at more of what's coming up here for Halo 4, but you know there's not really anything that's been released. Uh, all I know for sure is that Halo 4 will be coming out um, this holiday. Um, it's just going to be taken off. Uh, I mean, starting up after Halo 3, and it's going to be a start of a new trilogy. So that'll be interesting. I mean, really? Yeah. I I, I know I I'm a big fan of Halo, so I'm pretty excited about it. Even though it's not Bungie anymore, but yeah. 
they they yeah they sold it to uh, Microsoft in August, I believe. Uh, not exactly, um, because uh, Bungie was uh, owned by Microsoft well, when yeah, they okay. created the, the Halo. developing part of it. They the, gave up the uh, intellectual property rights belonged to Microsoft. They didn't sell it, um, but what they what they did do is get spun off. They just couldn't take Halo. Yeah, with. so now it's three three forty three Industries that yep. it's going to be three forty three Industries. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, pretty excited about that. Now the question is, will you be playing Halo or the new Treyarch Call of Duty? Uh, probably Call of Duty. Really? I mean, what, what happened with Halo Reach? Well, it's, it's, it's Halo Reach though. I mean, it's not like the Halo storyline. Yeah, but it, it was a bungee multiplayer game. Yeah, but. I mean, nah. I thought, I thought Reach was a great Halo game. I just, uh, no. honestly, that Call of Duty is just, is just more fun to me at this point. Yeah. Um. Well, you, you weren't a fan of Reach. Well, not. I I, I loved it just because it was Halo, but I mean the the new things that they brought into it, I just was. I I, I, I did not really like care for the armor. I like the traditional classic Halo multiplayer. I enjoyed that, but um, I'd love to see if if Halo Four goes to that. I could see them going a bit more of a Call of Duty direction with it, actually. Yeah, but Halo's always always been releasing like in September, so that gives us time before November when. Call of Duty, Call of Duty will yeah. come out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, will come out. <laughs> yeah, so. so yeah, if we got a month or, or so with it, that'd be great. Yeah, um, I'm definitely getting it. So, I, I I'll probably pick it up. The, I think one of the big distinctions between it is that Halo has always been kind of a 30 frame per second shooter, mm. um, which definitely has a completely different feel than the solid 60 that COD has always run at. Yeah, because it's running on technology from 2003. It's yeah, on the Quake it's, 3 it's, this is going to be on a new engine though. So, I'm oh really? They're yeah. they're coding a new engine yes. for Halo 4. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty exciting yeah. to hear. Um, we need to see like how, how how it looks and how it runs. Yeah, I, I think aesthetically it should look kind of different too. So that's pretty exciting to to hear. All right. Well, thank you, Shantmaster K, for that you special feature welcome. on Halo Four. Uh, well, we might do other things like that in the future of the show. Still developing, still working on what business the No Business Talking About Games podcast is going to talk about. Uh, but uh, continuing on from last week, we do have another rant from yours truly, the Wonder Waffle. Um, equally as unplanned out as last week's was, <laughs> uh, I, I basically just have some things that bug me and I, I, I take a minute or two to talk about them. I think I mentioned this a little bit last week, but I'm going to try to go into a little bit more depth this week. And, uh, yep. I said week. I wasn't going to do that, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been on a weekly basis so far. We'll see how it keeps going. Um, but, uh, my rant this week is, or this episode rather is on Xbox live. Uh, I think the Xbox Live is a terrible value, and it's really frustrating to me when I hear on several other podcasts. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna specifically call out IGN's Game Scoop, uh, talking about how Xbox Live is a great value and and why why do people complain about paying for it? And I'll tell you that the frustrating thing about Xbox Live uh, is that if you really think about it, when you really look at what you're getting for it, you're getting nothing. It's a great online experience. It's something that. Yes, it probably costs them a certain amount of money to make, but in terms of actual service being provided, in terms of them actually doing something that requires a monthly fee in order to keep running, all they're doing is serving ads. They they don't have dedicated servers. The dedicated servers are run by the publishers. Um, They don't have stat servers. Those are also run on a per-game basis. And so all they're doing is providing a centralized place for you to see ads. Uh, they've got Netflix. They've got all you know. They got all that other junk. But that's all stuff you also have to pay individual fees for. So Xbox Live, the fee is 
the fact that you have to pay in order to play online is just completely ridiculous. It doesn't cost them any more to to let you play online. It's just a way to force you to pay for uh, essentially a glorified ad delivery system. And uh, it's really bugging me that, that people aren't seeing this. Um, and granted, you know, I'm someone who's paid for it. I, I pay for it every year uh, because I want to play online and I have an Xbox. And granted, the PS3 experience is terrible. <laughs> but... Uh, you know, if they were to come up with something that gave me some sort of feeling of having a value uh, when I'm paying for this $60 a year gold subscription, I might be a little bit happier than I am now. And I'm really hoping that they revamp Xbox Live for the new consoles. I hope that at the very least they add live-supported dedicated servers, so servers that are that are for every single game. Um, there's just a lot that they should be adding to it and uh, taking away some of the ads. You know, I would even... I would even be happier with it because I can understand that there's a certain amount of upkeep that they have to do with mm-hmm. kind of updating stuff and, and doing new new firmware. If they if there was no ads on it, then I could go okay. Well, they're providing me an ad free experience, but they still have to you know work on fixing exploits and they do have the inside Xbox channel. There's there's stuff like that. There's administrative costs. Sure, if there are no ads, I would pay for Xbox Live. But as it is, it's a terrible value. And uh, I, as much as I want to say that people should boycott it. That'd be hypocritical of me. <laughs> but yeah, Xbox Live. That's my rant of the week. Yeah, well, I guess if I can add on, like, I guess it depends on how much you use of the Xbox Live. I mean, but as you were saying, you know, that, uh, you know, it's just, you still have to pay for the things you want, you know. Yeah. But it, if you break it down, it's only five bucks a month, too, so it's... That, that doesn't make it okay. I mean, if someone said, okay, uh, you know, part of your rent is oxygen and it's five dollars a month. And I'm well, like, well, what do you do? Well, you know, the, the services the they provide you for you is it's not a it's not a service they're providing for me because I can everything get, you want in one one thing. Everything that I use on Xbox Live, except for playing games online, is a silver feature, right? Playing games online does not cost them anything to do, so I'm paying them money to do something that they I, I have no interest in. I have no interest in them supporting Netflix because I'm not a Netflix subscriber. I'm sure it costs them money to get those deals, but I'm facilitating all this crap that i don't want all i want to do is play games online which is not something that they should be charging for well yeah they sh- i think maybe they, they should have like an xbox live where it's they throw all that sh- stuff out so it's just uh you just put in the game and you play it instead of having all this like netflix and espn and all that because people yeah, that I, do I, want it should have the i think when you look at like the playstation Pro- prime model where where the basic service is free and then they have something that tries to give you a value and, and tries to get you to pay for it um <clears throat> That's that's fine with me. Uh, if if and I bet they would actually do just fine if they if they charged for the ability to use Netflix on your Xbox. No one's going to pay for it because everything does Netflix now. But they could, you know that's that's fine in my mind. But the fact that they're charging to play games online is just it's it's unacceptable now. Um, with the way the internet is, the way everything is, um, the kind of changing the changing business of video games uh xbox live really needs to reevaluate their business model or i think face a substantial amount of consumer backlash in the next generation but uh yep that's how i feel okay (laughs) (laughs) anyway um so i I, that's gonna do it for this episode of the no business talking about games podcast uh we we were hoping to have some sort of reader feedback mail this week but unfortunately there is none (laughs) So please, if you have something good, bad, indifferent, or you know, you just want to suggestions, anything, uh, anything, send it please to nobusinesspodcast at gmail dot com, and I can almost certainly guarantee you that we will 
discuss it, if not read it verbatim over our next episode. If not, uh, we'll, be keep, we'll just keep talking about random stuff. So, Which <laughs> I, I'm sure is incredibly entertaining. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's not a... I don't think this is a bad podcast. I think uh-huh. we're all right. But, uh, yep. So, uh, please give us feedback there. If, if you're listening on iTunes, uh, feel free to rate us, hopefully positively, and review yeah. us. And again, thank you if you do. Yeah. Thanks for uh, listening if you, if you did listen, which would be the only way that you're hearing me say this. Um, and yeah, that's going to do it for this, this episode of, uh, the No Business Podcast. We'll be back soon with episode three. This is the No Business Talking About Games Podcast. I'm the one waffle. And I'm Shane Mr. K. And we're out. you are. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs>